Come on. The strong, the powerful Mark Summy is the founder and CEO of Minute 7, a time and expense tracker. He is here on Money Savage Create. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure thing. So, uh, born and raised in Dayton, Ohio. Um, one of uh, three boys growing up. I'm the oldest of three. Moved to Chicago in, after school, so 2001-ish, I think. That's getting the, I'm already forgetting that. Kind of runs together, in, right? Yeah. Gosh, I can't believe I've been in Chicago almost 20 years now. Um, but yeah, moved to Chicago, started out in finance. So I was a commercial banker for a number of years and uh, realized at some point that when I grew up, I didn't want to be a commercial banker. And so um, sort of had a winding path, if I'm being honest, about getting to where I am now. But left commercial banking to join uh, a startup here in Chicago, a software startup, and have been, you know, I bounce back and forth between finance and software. Um, and a few years ago got kind of focused or did get focused on what I'm doing now, which is I wanted to, to own and operate a SaaS business um, for a number of reasons, um, but finally got that chance uh, three years ago, and I've been running Minute 7 for the last uh, three years. I'm really enjoying it and looking forward to hopefully uh, continuing to do it and continuing to grow it. Nice. I appreciate that. And I think that, that so many of us, certainly myself included, you know, took a take certain paths, then we realize, wait a minute, do I really want to be doing this? Do I want to be a commercial banker? Do I want to be a whatever it might be? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that, that's easier said than done, right? Because you know, there's there's expectations and and pressures both externally and internally. So balancing that and 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 navigating that, I think, is is probably stops a lot of people from pursuing what they really want to pursue do you have any and 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 any thoughts on how you've been able to sort of power through yeah and i definitely felt those things george i if i look back at like uh in my career and i he asked me like what what would i change i probably would have been in commercial banking i would have left many years before (laughs) um but the reason i didn't was because of what you just described, which is, you know, it's scary. It's different. Um, there were financial impacts to doing, leaving the, you know, my current job. Um, you know, all of my colleagues at the bank, no one else was really thinking about doing what I wanted to do. So I felt weird. Um, and for all those reasons, I, I stayed, you know, probably a couple years longer than I should have, if I'm honest. And, uh, that was, you know, that was a really scary thing when I walked into my, my boss's office and told him I was leaving to join a a startup. Um, so I I felt all those things deeply. I think the way I was able to power through was I just, 
you know, I, you hear other people talk about this, but it, it really was the thing that pushed me over the edge, which was, you know, when I'm 80 years old, I don't want to think back and think like, what if I had, wasn't a, a commercial banker? What if I tried doing something else? Uh, I didn't want to have that regret. Um, and that's ultimately, I think, what kind of pushed me over. I mean, luckily, I also, I, I had a really supportive family and wife. You know, I, I took a, I think my salary was what well, it was. It was cut in half when I left the bank and joined a startup. And she was very supportive of, of that, luckily. And um, I had, you know, some entrepreneurs in my extended family, not a lot, but enough where I could kind of see it as a thing and saw that they were thriving. So I think that was helpful. Um, but yeah, I think just ultimately like the fear of regret is what is what pushed me push me to actually make the change yeah well amen to that so it's it's a matter of you know when i'm 80 and i want to and, and i look back is this is is this is this what i want and and the answer was no you said i'm interested in being an entrepreneur i'm interested in 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 solving problems so what 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 really is that is 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 that it is it you want to you want to help you 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 identify problems and you help solve them. Is it the is it the freedom? Is it the independence? Yeah, yeah, it's some of that. I think a couple things were really pushing me from like how you know how am I spending my time every day? And one of them is impact. I mean, I worked at a a large bank that had thousands of employees, and so if I did a really good job or if I did a really bad job, it didn't really make any difference to the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of makes you feel insignificant or, you know, what's the point kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's sort of the thrill and the risk of entrepreneurship, which is impact, right? If I, if I figure out a way to make this thing grow, then it's going to be successful. If I don't, it's going to fail. It's sort of binary. Um, and while some people, you know, that, that type of risk reward, um, setup isn't a good set, you know, fit for their personality or their, you know, lifestyle that they want. That was that type of thing that really attracted me to entrepreneurship. Um, I liked feeling like I was going to have an impact either good or bad on, on what, what I was working on. Um, so that was it. And then the other thing would, would be the freedom thing that you talked about. I, I like autonomy. I don't, you know, at a big corporation, you know, you're just doing something that a lot of times someone else is telling you to do and you don't really have much control over that. And I like being able to decide what I think are the right things to work on. Um, and I like, you know, picking the strategy. I like working, you know, deciding where we're headed and why we're headed there. And I don't, I don't like someone telling me those things. (laughs) Yeah, Um, for sure. I think those, those two things were, or drivers for me, sort of impact and, and autonomy. Nice. Yeah. Well, that certainly resonates with me. Um, in terms of, uh, in terms of software, do you, you feel like you have a mind for that? Well, not initially. I mean, I, I was, I went to school, I had a finance degree. I was in finance for a number of years so that it was a bit of a transition. Um, and I, so the way I got into the startup world was through marketing. Um, so my last 
year or two at the bank, I was moonlighting as a uh, online marketer. So I taught myself online marketing, and then I was sort of posting myself as you know a freelancer on Craigslist, and I got a couple of customers and felt like I had learned enough that I could actually do the job. Um, so that was my my entry way into to software was through marketing. And then from there, I got kind of more into the product side of things. So I started out in marketing, then uh, I've served as a product manager at a, at a couple different companies. Um, and so I, you know, I guess I didn't think at the time I wasn't thinking about it this way, George, but like I was sort of building out different skill sets around software. Like, so I figured out, or I spent some time rather in like online and marketing related to software. I spent some time, um, on the product management side for software. And then I spent some time in like sales and, and business development for software. And so I think looking back, that was sort of how I got my arms around it. And really what put me in a place to be able to run a software company was because I had, I had done all those things. Um, you know, obviously the big gap is that I, and it's still something I think about is, you know, I'm not technical, right? I don't know how to write code, which is, you know, a thing that you have to manage around. You have to surround yourself with people that do know how to write code and you have to learn enough to be able to manage, you know, software development. Um, so I, I, you know, through my experience, I've been able to, to build that, but that, that took me a while and it was, it was a, you know, something I struggled with the, the fact that I didn't know how to write software. I, um, debated whether to, to go back and formally learn it, but ultimately decided that sort of my skill set was better focused on, on other things. And that's where I spent my time. Um, and for me, it, 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 it's worked out, but I, I, I could, you know, sometimes I still feel like, uh, I wish I, in college I'd studied more on, uh, you know, computer science versus finance, but, sure. <laughs> um, there's also maybe a reason why I did it. You know, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much I, I i do like finance sort of as a as a subject and i find it interesting um so maybe there's a reason why why i didn't uh study computer science or try to become a, a software developer at some point well we find ourselves here mark so i think yeah, <laughs> yeah. certainly uh it, that's that's an interesting thing. It's like I really I should probably should have taken accounting when I was in college. But if you're gonna try to make an 18 year old me take accounting, right. that that, right. that dog does not hunt for, for right. a better term. So, yeah. so I, I think you know, and that's that's probably that's probably a great great time to sort of get into uh, more of 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 what you're doing, which is you know how 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 you're managing time. So we all have the same amount, but mm-hmm. some people get a lot more done in that amount of time than others. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, and it uh it's also sort of unique for me in that you know, I have three kids under the age of 5, so my time is mm. feels more compressed than ever <laughs> right now. Um but the way I manage it is just being disciplined like I you know, during this COVID situation, I still, I have a, a little office space. Yeah. So I guess a little more background. So I, I live in the suburbs of Chicago. I, I have an office space in the little town that I work in. So I walk to my office space and I've just continued to come here. <laughs> uh, even though it's, it was technically a shared office space, no one else is coming in. So I'm, uh, 
I've been here by myself for a few months. Um, so I think that's helped me manage my time because honestly, at home, it's really hard. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that who have young children, but they don't, you know, a three-year-old or a doesn't really understand that uh, the concept of someone needs to work. <laughs> no. So, um, so being away from that has, has helped me um, get things, continue to get things done. So I think, um, you know, that that discipline of you know, even in a difficult time like this, still getting up and going to work every day and then getting things done is something that I'm really mindful of. That and I've, you know, this has been a progression, but I've also you know, and this is something I'm still working on, but, you know, transitioning some of the things I was doing to other people is really the, one of the limiting factors right now, I think for the business, you know, as I've grown into this role of running this software company, you know, I started out, I was doing pretty much everything, um, you know, and recently in the past year or two, I've hired a customer support person and transitioned almost all of that to her. Um, I think it was important for me to sort of start out doing that because it helped me really understand our customers and our product really quickly and deeply. But at some point it was, you know, it's not a great use of my time if I need to figure out how we're going to grow faster. You know, it's not a great use of my time to be doing you know, customer support for hours every day. So, um, that is something that, you know, I I think a lot of people struggle with as they, you know, you try to get to the next level of growth in your company is you gotta hire people who can do the job that you're doing and arguably probably do it better than, than I would be doing it or that you would be doing it. Um, so as I think about, you know, that, that was obviously a big impact on my time. It really freed me up. And then as I think about how we're going to get to the next level, I need to, it's probably something on the sales and marketing side would be our next hire as I sort of get a pattern of like how we consistently can acquire new customers and I can, you know, put, hire someone to manage that as I sort of figure out how to do that really efficiently. Then I, it's eating up my time right now, but I also feel like I'm still trying to, identify or really um, get a, a nice job description of what this person would do every day and uh, really set them up for success in terms of like these are the things that are really working. I can hand this off to somebody and they can do, go do a, a really great job at it. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that's something to your question about, you know, how do I manage my time? I, I think I do a pretty good job of it, but I'm also, you know, still working on becoming more efficient over time and, 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 uh, hiring when, when we need to, so that I can continue to focus on the stuff that helps us grow. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I think it's always, it's, it's probably always going to be an evolving thing to find the highest and best use for our capital and the highest and best use for our time and our attention. But it seems to me that the only way that you're going to figure that out is number one, you need to figure out how it is you're actually spending your time, right? It's like, mm-hmm. what what am I touching the most? Should I be touching that? You know, should I have somebody else focusing on that? And that's, I think, really an uncomfortable thing for people to 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 do. But auditing our time uh, is such an important thing. Yeah, that's a good point, and it is something I, I you know, have done, um, and that's sort of what helped me realized that I was spending too much time on customer support 
because I, I did do that audit and I, it was kind of surprising how much I was spending on it. Yeah. You don't know until you look, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which can be an absolutely terrifying thing. So, well, Mark, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Um, difference making tip. Yeah. So, um, I think the thing like, this is, I don't know, I haven't articulated this, so I guess uh, I apologize to the listeners here, but I'm going to try and work through it. It's sort of my secret sauce on why, you know, the thing that sort of has driven me is I, like, uh, right now I'm working, I, I have this potential opportunity for us to acquire another SaaS business that's similar to us. Um, and it's weird the timing of where it hits me, but like it'll hit me oftentimes like when I'm laying in bed and getting ready to sleep, <laughs> which is not great Perfect. for sleep, <laughs> but it is, it is good in that like I get, it'll get in my mind and I can't stop thinking about it. And then I have to get up and I have to write down, like I'll map out the plan of how it could work. Um, but it, you know, that's, that's happened to me like, you know, number of years, number of times over the years at really critical points. And it, I don't, I don't know how, so I guess my, my seat and what did you call it? Your secret, uh, difference making tip, difference making tip. Yeah. So <laughs> if you, if you have something that you can't shake and that maybe I, my sense is that other people get this and sometimes maybe people will try to ignore it and they go back to bed or they, I don't know, they try and distract themselves by looking at their phone or something. But if you really, if something's in your head is, and you can't shake it and it feels like there's something there, like work through the process of, you know, how could I do it or, you know, what are the next steps to execute that? Because that, that's happened to me like... I don't know, a half dozen times and each time, like not every time, but if, if I, if I get up and I write it down and I like today, I'm going to spend more time on it because last night that hit me sort of like how it could work. And so I mapped it out and today I'll spend more time sort of outlining and putting more detail around it. And maybe it'll end up that this will be the, you know, a nice new thing for the business. But that, I guess, don't ignore those gut instincts and, if it's bothering you so much that you can't sleep, there's probably something there and, uh, take advantage of it. Even though it, uh, I don't know, maybe the, uh, sleep experts out there would tell you some other thing to help you go back to sleep. I think it's actually, um, uh, something pretty powerful, which is like, you know, when, when the, uh, idea strikes you or the, uh, gut instinct tells you that there's an opportunity push yourself to, to explore it and try and try and do it, um, ultimately. And, um, don't let those opportunities pass because there, there's often your, your gut instinct is usually pretty good and there usually is something there. And if you try hard enough, you can, you can usually achieve what, what you want. So that, that's happened to me, you know, it's it struck me last night, but it also struck me with minute seven when I was trying to figure out how to come up with a it's happened to me when I, you know, when I wanted to leave commercial banking and I found this job, that job opportunity that sort of got me from commercial banking into software. I couldn't stop thinking about it. 
so anyway, take advantage of those 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 times and and really push yourself and exploring them and and it'll often it'll push you in the right direction is what I found. Wake, that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on, come on. I totally I totally agree. You gotta yeah. you gotta follow your instincts, but then to your point, you know, follow those those little pings that 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 you get. So I love it. Well, Mark, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? And then tell us, give us a rundown on Minute 7 and how people can 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 use the technology. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, I love talking about entrepreneurship and, and SaaS specifically. So if anyone wants to talk about that stuff or any, I guess, the challenges of entrepreneurship with family stuff, I, I like talking about all of it. And you can reach me. My email address is just mark, M-A-R-C, at minute7.com. And my Twitter handle, if you want to do that, is just at Mark Summy, uh, M-A-R-C-S-U-M-M-E. And then, yeah, Minute 7, um, I love anyone interested out there. What Minute 7 really is focused on is professional services firms that want to track their time and expense to uh, customers and jobs. And they, uh, they want to sync that data into QuickBooks for billing. Um, so our customers... You know, today we have a little over 7,000 users and they're all professional services firms. So we have a lot of, you know, law firms, architecture firms, uh, engineering services firms, consultants. Um, if you're one of those uh, types of firms and you're looking for a really easy to use uh, SaaS software business, we'd love the opportunity to work with you. And you can learn more about us and sign up for a trial or a demo at minute7.com that's m-i-n-u-t-e the number seven dot com perfect well savage nation if you enjoyed this as much as i did show mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas go to minute seven m-i-n-u-t-e the number seven dot com follow mark on twitter shoot him an email connect that way thanks again mark yeah thank you george it was a lot of fun and until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.